Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 430, air date November 7th, 2018. My name is Dr. Venu. I'm the Director of Communications for Shiva for Senate. And Dr. Ayadure is going to come here shortly to give his victory speech. Thank you, Venu. Look, um, thank you very much for that uh, applause. Look, we've had a major victory today. A major victory. We've had a major victory over the fake Indian, but most importantly, darkness of the fake Indian. Look, when we started this campaign, we began with the slogan, Be the Light, if people remember that. Richard, you remember that, right? Yes. Yes. It was Be the Light, we had that. And what's fascinating is today, as people know, on the auspicious Indian calendar is Diwali, which is a festival of lights. And that's the day that good vanquished evil. And what we're looking at here is that our victory today is that we vanquished the two-party system Woo! in this state. <laughs> is that when we started this campaign, we gave the Republican Party a chance, and what they showed was that they were not ready for truth. So we dumped them on November 2017, if everyone remembers, and we went in independent. No, 2017. 11-2017. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, November 11, 2017, we dumped the Republican Party because they're not the party of Lincoln, which was a party of truth. They are part of the swamp. The Democrats and Republicans work together. They work with the fake news media to suppress the will of the American people. And in Massachusetts, we saw that play itself out. How did we see that? Well, if we look at our history, first we started with the free speech rally. Remember that? A lot of us yeah. were there. The free speech rally. And that free speech rally took place on August 19th, where a bunch of us in this room, among other 40 patriots, stood in front of 40,000 people who were told that we were Nazis, that we were KKK people. There were blacks, there were whites, there were Chinese people of all different color. And we stood in front in spite of the fact that Marty Walsh, Faker Baker, Charlie Baker, and Elizabeth Warren had characterized those people as Nazis and white supremacists. When in fact, the speech that I gave, everyone can go look at this, was exposing Hillary Clinton, who called black children super predators, Joe Biden, who said that the only reason he voted for Barack Obama was he was the first clean and articulate man. And behind us, we had signs for no to Monsanto. And we also said black lives do matter. We, by the way, have a real Indian dog here also. Not a fake Indian dog. There he is. Geronimo! Yeah, Geronimo. Yeah. 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 
fighting. And a few months later, we changed our slogan uh, to only the real Indian can defeat the fake Indian. And what happened? What happened? Everyone remember? The city of Cambridge, I own this beautiful building here in Cambridge, where I paid a lot of money for in property taxes. They sent me a letter saying that I had less than seven days to remove this beautiful meme, this beautiful piece of artwork from my bus. And if I didn't remove it, that they would fine us 300 bucks a day. What did we do? Did we sit on our butts? No. What did we do? What did we do? That's right. We filed a lawsuit. And, and they surrendered. The terms of surrender were that they apologized to us and they will allow us to keep that sign on the bus. In fact, what we did was we won for the people of Massachusetts and it was a federal lawsuit that you can put whatever sign you want on any vehicle. That had never been clarified before. Our lawsuit set a precedence. That's what we did. We fought for free speech the second time. And then let's continue. What happened was when we started running, they said that we would not ever get on the ballot. Everyone remember that? They said you would never get on the ballot. They said that you would have to pay for signatures. In fact, we had signature guys coming every day. Where's Krithi? Remember that, Krithi? We had people coming here saying you have to pay five to ten bucks for a signature. But did we do that? No. no. Did we do that? No, no, we didn't do that. What did we do? We went out and got them. We went out and got them. We used good old-fashioned American hard work. We went out in the snow, the sleet, the rain, and we got not just 10,000, which was a requirement, we went and got 20,000 signatures. And we were the first on the ballot. That sent a shockwave. You remember that, right, Lewis? When we were out there, Roger Lau, yeah. Elizabeth Warren's campaign manager was heckling us, oh, I hope you get your signatures, because he only thought we had one signature. A few days later, we had 20,000 signatures in, and 12,000 12, were actually certified. That was another major victory we had. And by the way, no one have, has ever done that as an independent candidate. In fact, the first time, without a party infrastructure, typically you guys have a party infrastructure, right? We did it as individuals, as American revolutionaries, as independents who went and did it. That was another huge victory. Then, did we play by the rules? We did, right? We played by the state rules, the federal rules, we got on the ballot. And then what did they do to us? They were so scared of us. The fake Indian was so scared. By the way, before I go to that, we put hundreds of these signs, thousands of these signs all over Massachusetts. And it got to the fake Indian. And she, we forced her to take a DNA test. If you remember, on June 22nd, 2017, I sent her the first DNA test kit. And remember that? Yeah. She returned it like a fool. We tweeted it out. It went viral on the internet. Then we had our DNA dance party. Did she come? No. no. Right? Then what did we do? We sent it for her Valentine's Day. It was a very nice gift wrap gift I gave her. She didn't take it then either. Right? This went on. And then finally, I offered her my building, close to $14 million if she take the DNA test. A few days later, Donald Trump Jr. offered her 10000 and the president offered her a million. We are pioneers in this room. We don't wait for others. We create history. And then what ended up happening? This sign, as it got everywhere, over and over and over again, the fake Indian took the DNA test. And what did it reveal? What did it reveal? She's faker Indian than we thought. She's 99.99999% fake. That's what we found out. But we caused that. We forced them to move. Now, when we did that, did any of the media give us any coverage? No. no. Did the media, Fox News, CNN, says, hey, Dr. Iadure and the Shiva for Senate clan did that? No. They, they tried to mum us because they knew our movement was growing. One of the biggest things that took place was, this was 
when we really knew that they were afraid, this is when we knew that we had won on a whole nother level, was they did not allow us on the debate stage, right? That's what they didn't right. do. In fact, there were four debates. The first debate we were invited to, and they set up certain criteria. They said we had to have 15% visibility. Well, and then after that, they, on their own accord, without telling us, I, I believe it was midnight, right, Arvin? Ten minutes before midnight, Elizabeth Warren agreed to three debates with Dirty Deal. Right. And those three debates, we were not invited to, no criteria arbitrary, and we filed, what did we do then? Did we sort of put our tail between our legs and walk away? No, we filed another federal lawsuit. And everyone listening, you guys, it was through your uh, uh, generous donations, we took your money in a very frugal way, we found the best lawyer, we filed a federal lawsuit in court. The day we filed that lawsuit, they canceled the first debate we were invited to. That's what they did. They were afraid. They canceled because we were at 35% visibility. 15% was only needed, right? So we go into the lawsuit. At 4 a.m. of the lawsuit, suddenly they create a new criteria for one of the three debates. And by the way, U University of Massachusetts was a sponsor of all of these debates. Right? You remember that, right? It was yeah. listed all over. Well, the lawyer for UMass comes uh, that, that morning and she says, oh, we're not involved in, uh, we're just innocent bystanders. And they had scrubbed the website of UMass's name off the first two debates. But we had a letter for the October 30th debate. There was the October 19th, October 21st, October 30th debate. There was a letter from Marty Meehan to Elizabeth Warren. So they couldn't get out of the third debate. They lied to the judge and they got out, or frankly, the judge didn't even do his job. They got out of the first two debates. So what did we do? We had to, on October 19th, at 4 a.m., I'm sorry, 4 a.m. of that day, of the October 3rd hearing, they submitted a list of criteria. And four criteria, they said, if you get these four criteria, we'll let you into the October 30th debate. One of them was, do we have a campaign headquarters? I think we have one. One of them was, did we get 50K? Another one was, were we at 10% polling? And I forget what the fourth one was, which we also achieved, but 10% but visibility. So we went and got an MIT professor, not just a professor, but the head of the statistics department at MIT, the director of the statistics department. He wrote a 55-page report validating that we were polling at 20% of registered voters, and we were leading Warren 41% to 30%. We submitted that to the judge, and by the way, in United States law, the only reason they could deny us access to that debate stage, everyone know what, the, what that law is? If we are a threat to the state. Can we repeat that? If we are a threat to the state, which means someone uh, wants to you know, uh, attack the state or, or be threatening to them. And when you look at the judge's ruling on the preliminary injunction, he questioned the MIT professor's math. Richard Stern. Richard Stern. And remember, Richard Stern, I wonder what his, you know, uh, race and religion is because he allowed Jill Stein on the debate stage four years ago, right? And Elizabeth Warren. And Elizabeth Warren on the debate stage. He, he, and so he never said that. So I, I, as a person of color, as an immigrant, speaking for all of you, must question whether there was discrimination at play here. And also, he was also afraid of our viewpoints, right? Because in 2012... 2010, Scott Brown, Elizabeth Warren, a, another independent candidate was allowed, was at less than 1%. Right in 2014, five candidates were allowed in the gubernatorial race. 
three independents, a Democrat and Republican. The bottom line is this was a vict victory for us because they showed that they're afraid of you. They don't want. They don't want us. They, we were. We have basically begun the annihilation of the two-party system in the state. What did they give us? One fake Indian, and another fake and dirty deal. That's the level of standards that they've given us. And what we have done is we raised the standard. I consider that a huge victory. The people in this room. they stand for is a two-party system, they stand for collusion, they stand for control, and one of the biggest things that we're going to do as our movement builds is demand that we ensure the First Amendment. The First Amendment is the beginning of all the other amendments, and, and that amendment, and remember, the, 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 the founders of this country, when they had a debate stage, they wanted vigorous debate, right? They wanted left and right, north and south, everyone debating. The Constitution was created out of vigorous debate. Was it not? It came yes. out of... I mean, these people had all sorts of arguments. But this woman and the other, the mass GOP, they do not want vigorous because they work together. You saw the moronic speech Charlie Baker just gave, right? He's taking <laughs> selfies with Elizabeth Warren, right? You have Ayanna Presley talking about the Democratic Party as a party of workers' rights. The party of environmental rights? Well, Elizabeth Warren voted for the Monsanto Protection Act. Ooh. She wanted to bomb Syria. You remember that? She wanted to bomb the hell out of Syria. She actually has destroyed 1,200 community banks. Neither party serves the interests of the American people. They the kept only the darky of the debate stage. What's that? They kept the darky of, they the, kept the, darky of the debate stage. The Democrats, the so-called party of minorities, yeah, they put some darkies in color out there, Uncle Tom's and Aunt Jemima's, but they don't want real darkies up there, like you and me. No, seriously. They want Aunt Jemima's and Uncle Tom's who play their game. That's what they want. And that's what the Democratic Party has become. And over here you have the ridiculous, irrelevant Republican Party, which stands for nothing except always <laughs> colluding with the Democratic Party. And we are victorious because we have sent fear into them and we have built a movement Woo! independent of them. Woo! And that's why, it says independent. And, and it was never the declaration, it wasn't the Declaration of Republicans or the Declaration of Democrats. It was a Declaration of Independence. Amen. And that's what it's about. And, they, and that's why we're victorious today. We're victorious today because, because on this day, we have started a movement. They may have rigged this election and thought they have quote-unquote won it, but we are victorious because we have unleashed a revolution in this state that goes beyond Massachusetts. It goes all across America, and that cannot be stopped. Thank you very much.